The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today, we will be reading from Seneca's letter number 123, which we've been reading for the last three days. Yesterday, we talked about the topic of comparing oneself to others and being seduced by convention, and how that interferes with our happiness, both in terms of our material possessions, and then also in terms of our our, our true goods, our progress in in learning and in in you know in avodas Hashem, serving God, and in our our, our lives. So, um, for an elaboration of the problem, uh, you have to listen to yesterday's episode. Uh, today is going to be focusing on the remedy, on the solution, and the solution. <laughs> you know, uh, it, if you really feel the problem from yesterday, then I'm sure you will be craving a solution like I am. And uh, and let me say that, you know, I, I don't know if everyone's going to be so happy with the Seneca solution here, but I do think it's something that the Torah endorses. So let's read what he has to say. So immediately after talking about how we are seduced by these uh, these things that other people have and uh, and by these examples of what they, um, you know, what uh, what everyone else is doing, Seneca says, with all such people, you should avoid associating. These are the people who pass on vices, transmitting them from one to another. Sorry, from one character to another. One used to think that the type of person who who spreads tales was as bad as any, but there are persons who spread vices, and association with them does a lot of damage. For even if, if its success is not immediate, it leaves a seed in the mind, and even after we've said goodbye to them, the evil follows us to rear its head at some time or other in the future. In the same way as people who have been to a concert carry about with them the melody and haunting qualities of the pieces they've just heard, interfering with their thinking and preventing them from concentrating on anything serious, so the talk of snobs and parasites sticks in our ears long after we've heard it. And it's far from easy to eradicate these haunting notes from the memory. They stay with us, lasting on and on, coming back to us every so often. This is why we must shut our ears against mischievous talk as soon as it starts, too. Once such talk has made its entry and been allowed inside, it becomes a good deal bolder. Okay, so his answer essentially is if you want to avoid being seduced by the conventions of other people, then stop hanging around those other people. <laughs> okay, now, I, I, obviously we have to mitigate this a little bit. Um, in other words, uh, you know, we mentioned last time that we're in a world of, um, you know, where advertising is, is ubiquitous. You know, we uh, we interact with friends who, you know, we might see their, you know, their fancy cars or their beautiful homes or their families or whatever and become envious of them. Uh, he's not saying, like, avoid all people, right? But what he's saying is these people who are particularly, I guess, um, I don't want to use the word aggressive because that's that's the wrong connotation. Forward, I guess, in flaunting their, their possessions in ways that make you... Um, self-conscious or jealous or, or, uh, prone to comparing yourself to them, um, uh, avoid those people, um, and, uh, or avoid being exposed to those aspects of those people, uh, not necessarily avoid them, you know, uh, entirely. Um, let me actually, before I elaborate on this, I just want to actually frame this in, in, uh, where, where, you know, the Torah acknowledges this. So the Rambam, 
in the Mishnah Torah and Sefer Hamada Hilchos Deus, the laws of character traits, the first halacha in the sixth chapter writes, Derech Briaso shall Adam Lios Nimshach Bedeosov Uva Maasav Acher Reav Vechaverav. A man by nature is drawn after the character traits and, associ- and actions of his associates and friends. Um, Vinohig Biminhag Anche Medinaso and behaves like the members of his society. Lefikach, therefore, Tsarik Adam Lihis Chaber Latzadikim Veleshev Etel Hachachamim Tamid Kadesha Yilman Mimasehem. Therefore, a person must befriend tzaddikim, uh, righteous people, and sit with chachamim, with the wise, in order to learn from their actions. And one must distance oneself from, from the wicked uh, who walk in darkness. So that he should not learn from their actions. This is what King Solomon said. One who walks with the wise will become wise. And one who, but one who befriends fools will become broken. The Omer, and he says, uh, and this is actually uh, David Melch, King, King David, Ashrei Ha'ish Asherlo Halach Ba'atzas Rishaim, the Gomer. Uh, praiseworthy or happy is the man who does not walk uh, in the counsel of the wicked, etc. So this is a, um, you know, this is a fundamental of human psychology is that we are heavily, heavily influenced by the people around us. Um, some people even want to go so far as to say that this is Aristotle's second definition of man. His first definition being man is a rational animal. And the second one being that he's a social animal. Um, I guess leave that for a later discussion about whether that's a definition or, or, uh, just a feature. Um, but the reality is, is that we, yeah, we're, we're affected by the people around us and by their values. And, um, and therefore the best we can do, you know, you can't, or at least nowadays we can't really just like escape society entirely. Uh, so the best thing you can do is surround yourself by chachamim and tzaddikim, by the wise and by the righteous. And the Ram says in order to learn from their actions, but it's not just to learn from their actions. It is to learn from their value system, which is not a relative value system. Uh, I mentioned yesterday and I didn't mean to sound like, like, uh, you know, I was bragging, uh, when I said that I've heard that it's a problem with social media, that people don't like social media because people only put forward their best, um, you know, their best uh, uh, versions of them, of, you know, images of their of their own lives. I didn't mean to brag. And when I said I, I'm not familiar with that problem on a personal level, I'm certainly not bragging about myself. And I'm not even bragging about, I, I didn't intend to brag about my friends. I guess it has to, do, I mean, it does have to do with the quality of my friends and uh, and the way they use social media. But but I mean, I guess I, I just find that that if you hang around people who don't do that, then there's nothing inherently bad about social media. To the contrary, I mean, I, I have friends, mm-hmm. you know, who are interested in 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 personal development and in chachma, you know, in wisdom and in ideas and in learning, um, the same way I am, and um, and they're not operating in a relative value system. And therefore, when I'm hanging around them in person or when I'm looking at, you know, I'm spending time on social media with them. I just don't get exposed to a high degree of these types of petty comparisons. And, um, and, and, and again, I'm not saying this to like, you know, to say that like that somehow makes me better. I'm saying that by, by removing myself from the stimulus, from the unhealthy stimulus of being bombarded with all these images, then, um, then I am not 
prone to feeling like I'm lacking something just because other people have it. I mean, I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I, things would be very different if I were constantly bombarded with, with people posting images of, of, you know, glamorous, uh, lifestyles that they're living, but instead, you know, people are talking about ideas and, uh, and, and personal struggles, you know? Um, and so I think that is the, the, given what the Ramam said, given what Seneca said, that's really the best that we can do. And again, it's very hard because these things are all around us. Um, and you can't escape them entirely. Like let's say the example I gave yesterday that in, in high school or in yeshiva, I've seen people struggle by comparing themselves to their peers. What are you going to do? Not go to sheer? I mean, you know, uh, you know, drop out of high school. Like, like, yeah, there will always be people who are better than you in any area that you care about. Uh, and, um, and most circumstances will warrant that you associate with them, um, in the course of working on that area. But, I guess the, that's why I'm putting the emphasis on on as long as you are around people who as long as you you attach yourself to people who are are also trying to break free from this relative value system then the both of you can kind of help each other or the all of you can help each other to not get bogged down in these types of competitive comparisons um and again, I, the reason why I said that you might be dis disappointed by this answer is that, you know, unless you are are blessed to have access to such people in your life, then what basically the Ram and Seneca are saying is that basically you're doomed, you know, like, like you really do need to change the people who you associate with in order to create an environment that's most conducive to your growth in this area. So hopefully we all have people who are on some, you know, on uh, towards this end of that spectrum uh, between the relative value system and, and the true good um, or trying to escape from the relative value system. But I'd say, like, align yourself with those people, spend more time with them, discuss these issues um, and uh, and and try to remove the stimulus, you know, the, the unhealthy types of stimulus. I mean, I do. I am in favor as much as I like using my own social media um, for my own purposes, I totally support the people who feel like they need to get off of social media because, uh, because they're being constantly exposed to things that make them unhappy, um, by reinforcing this relative value system. So if, if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. You know, uh, you have to do, uh, you know, surme ravase tov, turn away from, from the bad and, uh, pursue the good. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's just much harder when it comes to, crafting our, our social environment, which is, uh, which feels like it's not in our control, but there is always something that you can do to be moving towards a healthy social circle and away from an unhealthy one. That is it for today's episode. Um, tomorrow, I guess I was scheduled to do Q and a, but I kind of want to read one more paragraph in this letter because he makes another point and I don't want it to, to wait, uh, for next week. So, um, I guess we'll, uh, we'll defer Q and a this week. If you've gained from what you've learned here today and would like to support my production of even more Torah content, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Link is in the description. Thank you to my listeners for listening, and thank you to my patrons for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.